1: This is real life lending and real estate. Your source for real estate market updates and strategies, and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert and vice president of Essex Mortgage, Eric Kolowski.
0: Good afternoon, Bay Area. This is Nisha Dimitruk, an MLS. 694427. Filling in for Eric Ilofsky. He is out on assignment today, out helping clients and future homeowners understand the magical process of real estate lending. This show was brought to you by Eric many years ago to help people understand the changes in the market, to make sure that the myths that are out there can get busted and that the actual opportunities that are available for you all out there to capture properties, adjust your financing, or otherwise remedy a financial situation are actually presented to you so that you can take advantage of them. Um, I have been in the home lending industry since 1996 and have enjoyed my education in this industry. It happens every single day with so much shift happening and so many things that can be different from one case to another. Uh, definitely gives an opportunity to be a, a puzzle solver and a sleuther of opportunities for different clients and their financing needs. We talk a lot on this show about the opportunities out there in the market and how there's way more than just the standard loan products that are presented at your typical big box banks. And I want to remind anyone who is listening if you are in the market to purchase, even if you are considering a purchase, if you have looked at the opportunity of refinancing, or if you are going to be making some sort of shift in your life, whether it's retirement, um, moving to a new territory, adjusting your income strategies, you want to look at all of your financing before you make any changes. Because once you've made those changes, your new income structure, your new life situation is what comes into play for your qualification and may affect your ability to obtain that low rate fixed financing or the flexible financing that you need in order to best suit your lifestyle. If you have any questions, please text 831-435-0385 or you can call into the show 800-516-1220. We love to answer your questions and help you get the information that you need. My contact information is Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com. My phone number again, 831-435-0385. You can also find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. One of the topics that we are constantly being broached with clients about is how to get their foot in the door, how to really take the real estate opportunities that are out here in the Bay Area and turn that into a real estate portfolio, something that will continue to grow and provide service to you as the the clients and the owners of the property and help you down the road as your asset, uh, the real estate that you're purchasing appreciates. In the Bay Area, we see a giant amount of market appreciation year over year. The national average is 4%. There isn't a community within the Bay Area that has had as little as 4% in in the better part of a decade. And last year in a lot of communities, people were earning in the teens as far as value appreciation on their properties. Um, So it's definitely a market where if you have the opportunity to acquire property, whether it's a rental property, a primary residence or a second home, it is a worthwhile endeavor for you as far as a growing asset. And so today's focus, we're really going to talk about investment properties and the opportunities that are out there that are very flexible as far as financing goes. The qualification restrictions on investment property financing are less than on a primary residence. Now, I'm going to say that again. It's more challenging to qualify on a primary residence because of the fact that we have to prove that there's an ability to repay law that requires that we show the evidence that you're able to repay this loan. In investment property, like most investments, it, there's a, there's a cash flow analysis that's done. They're looking at, is it a sound investment? And so there's a little bit more flexibility in those. There's down payment flexibility. There's income documentation flexibility. There are stated income loans. There are no income loans that are available out there. So for those of you who are not certain where the investment property designation lies, primary residence, it, there are three types of occupancy. Primary residence, which is the property that you're going to live in, that you're there more than you're anywhere else. It doesn't mean that you can't go somewhere else, but that you that's the one that you go to the most. That's your primary. A second home is a property that you don't intend to rent and that you visit from time to time. It's always available to you and you don't actually live there full-time. An investment property is any other type of property that you intend to rent, that you rent part-time. That's including vacation rentals, you know, the Airbnbs, the VRBOs. So all of those types of properties. It also can include properties where you have people staying in the property, but you are not receiving rent for them. So if that property is available for you to live in full-time, it's your primary. If it's available for you to be in most of the time, but you don't go there all the time, it's a second home. Anything else is investment property. Um, A traditional conventional loan would require twenty percent, 25% down on an investment property. But with the flexible loan options that are out there in today's range, there are more opportunities for people to use less money to get their foot in the door. And because rates are still amazingly low, the interest rates that you're able to achieve fixed rate loans is better than ever because it's giving you that low borrowing amount of power with the great benefit of flexible down payment. So for if you have limited cash reserves or if you only want to allocate a certain amount of your cash to an investment strategy, there's still availability in the California markets. Now, there's also the opportunity to acquire a property outside of the state of California. If you have your primary home in the Bay Area, you know it's a tough market to get your foot in, but the rents are very, very successful for a lot of people in the market, and they have the ability to enjoy a great return on their investment. If you're looking to purchase outside the state, The lending restrictions don't necessarily change. There are loan limits that you need to be aware of, but it's still the same opportunity out there. Low rate opportunity to borrow money, fixed rate, adjustable rate. There's a large array of options for you out there. Now, some people have come to me and said, I I really only have a limited amount of money down and I want to make an investment and I, I want to buy something that isn't at the top of the price point. And a not very heavily used loan product is the renovation loan. Um, a lot of people think of flips and they watch a lot of home improvement shows, but when it comes to actually doing that for yourself, a home renovation loan allows you as an investor to put 15% down and finance the cost of the property's repairs or improvements. That means you can take a property that needs work, that maybe needs a new roof, that needs foundation work, things that would even normally inhibit that property from having traditional financing put in place on it. You can capture the property for that low 15% down, you can cover the cost of the repairs built into the acquisition loan that are going to allow you to buy and renovate or rebuild that property to your specifications. Now it doesn't necessarily even have to have a defect. It can be just outdated. You need to modernize the home and you plan to take a home that has not had a, an update in years, improve upon it, maybe handle some of the deferred maintenance and Make it nice so that you can turn around and keep that property as an investment and a long-term rental. If you have any questions about how this would work for you and how to be successful in these types of endeavors, please reach out to me and let me know what I can do to show you where your opportunities are. I have lots of conversation with not only buyers, but also realtors about the ability to use these flexible products to help clients achieve their real estate goals and it is something that here at essex mortgage we work very hard at to educate our clients we don't make any decisions for you our job is to present you with the information and education you need so that you make informed decisions that you feel good about that's really the foundation of what it is that we do here when the transaction concludes we're still available. And this is my going on 25 years in the business. I'm still going to be in this industry after our transaction has closed. But I find that it's the most valuable for my clients to feel secure in the decisions that they've made so that when the transaction concludes, they don't have questions. They aren't left wondering, okay, now what do I need to know about what I just did? They understand it fully. And it's a very empowering feeling and gives you the confidence that what you've done is the right, for you and your family and your financial successes. We're gonna be hearing from a couple of other experts today about some other investment property pieces of information that I think are really imperative to the overall success. Uh, In getting into any property as an investment, uh, really the strategy is always know how to get into the investment and how to safely get out of the investment because at some point you're going to want to extract your your cash, your equity, and realize the gain there. And so really what happens in that situation and and how do you benefit from that in the most tax advantage way for you? Uh, We definitely are also going to have a couple of realtors who come on and, and bring us some of their listings today to talk to us about how that's working out there in the market. I'm sure if any buyers are listening right now, you have been up the road, putting in offers, probably having offers that have not been accepted. And um, you know, if you have had those success stories where you've gotten in working with a qualified realtor who knows the market and has gotten you successfully into contract and you closed on a property, congratulations. For those of you who are still in the market, they're throwing out offers uh, left and right, trying to get into contract, stay with it there. There will come out a, a property that, that is yours forevermore here. And for those of you who are thinking about stepping a toe into the market. Please know that more and more properties are coming to market every day. And the sort of stall out that we saw last year because of pandemic is definitely alleviating. And we're seeing more people as as we get closer to summer preparing their properties to bring to market because things are moving so quickly. So if you are not already formally pre-approved, please take that as your very, very first step you need to be 100% certain in your financing opportunities to make sure that when that property that you really want to acquire hits the market, that you have the ability to capture it and that you feel confident in your position about what that's going to cost you and how that's going to affect your finances. Again, I'm Misha with Essex Mortgage, 831-435-0385. You can text that number or call me anytime with questions. You're listening to Real Life Lending, and we'll be back in just a moment.
1: This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky.
0: Good afternoon again. This is Misha. You are listening to Real Life Lending. And um, if you were just listening to the commercial that was playing before this, they discussed the median home price for existing homes having increased 19% last year over the past year, excuse me, uh, to $341,600. Now, for many of us in the Bay Area, we remember when properties were valued and selling for $341,600. That was many, 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 many years ago. And that's the, the median home price for existing homes throughout the country, the average, and the average appreciation was 19%. So obviously there's going to be markets that have a little bit less, and there are markets that will have a little bit more but being in the bay area we generally in a I would say in a standard I'm not going to use the n word and say normal but in a standard time frame of a year we enjoy 11% market appreciation year over year on the properties that are located within the greater bay area and in California as a whole generally has greater appreciation now for any of the investors out there think about your por- current portfolios What in your portfolio is achieving for you 11% growth on a year over year basis average? Does anyone have something that's garnering them 19% appreciation over the last year? Now, there's definitely some opportunity because of the way the markets have been over the past year, but I think it's important to point out that this is a tangible asset that even though the markets go up and down, you still have this property, you still have the ability to rent the property, live in the property, update and remodel the property, sell the property, and and walk away putting that money into your coffers however you see fit. Um, So I think it's really a very pointed commercial that just happened to run right up to this show and highlights the growth in the real estate market. If you have not already taken a look at your ability to make a purchase in the market, I really would encourage you to sit down with a qualified expert and get that information in black and white in front of you. There's no cost to do any of this. And the best pre-approval that you can get is going to pull your credit, review your income and your assets, all of your money, all of your earnings, all of your credit profile, and give you an understanding of what a purchase would look like for you, what that monthly obligation would be, what the property taxes and insurance might be, and, and really give you Sound information and a direction to go in so that you make a decision that makes the most sense for you. In the market for investment property, there also comes up a lot of conversation about what to do with the property once you've acquired it. And for small investors, if this is their very first investment property and it's in an area that maybe you live nearby, you may not necessarily seek out a property manager uh, in order to find a qualified tenant, vet them through the process. I do encourage everyone to understand the liability that goes into being a landlord. Um, obviously, there's been some horror stories this past year about what happened during pandemic and landlords were told they they just their tenants did not have to pay. And I, again, remind people that this is the first in my lifetime that this has ever happened. And, and I don't foresee us having this type of same set of circumstances again um, as we go move forward. We've learned very, very deeply how to navigate this and learned a lot about the processes that we need to be prepared for uh, should this situation arise in the future. And so I think the the strong point and the security still of owning a property that is an investment will definitely be there for you in the long haul. Now property values are going to continue to climb at a at a rate of appreciation. And investment in real estate is a long-term strategy. So even if over the next coming years, some people will say, oh, well, the market's about to take a turn or the market's about to level off or even, or a course correction, as some would say, um, that doesn't mean that your property is going to lose value. It's still going to be a viable rental for you. You're still going to be able to, obviously in, in the Bay Area, we have a huge housing crunch here. Um, So if you've been in the market to apply for a rental in the coming in the previous two years, you know, you've been up against really stiff competition. And that hasn't changed with the, the pandemic. More and more people are buying, but there's just as many people who don't have the opportunity to buy and will need to be long term tenants. So renting a property in the Bay Area is still going to be a sound investment for you. In the instance that you are at the very beginning phases of looking in your investment opportunities, it's important to know credit score comes into huge play. So the higher the credit score, the greater the opportunity. If you have a lower credit score, you have a lesser opportunity because this is an investment for you. It's not your primary residence. And everything in the mortgage business is based on risk and liability. You're much more likely to walk away from an investment that isn't where you actually live and therefore they require higher qualification standards, such as higher credit scores, deeper assets in reserve, meaning you need to have some money somewhere that you could tap into in the event of an, of an emergency. We'll be back in just a few moments with more conversation about invested properties. I'm Misha, and this is Real Life Lending.
1: You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert Eric
0: Olafsky. Good afternoon again, Bay Area. You're listening to Real Life Lending. This is Misha filling in for Eric. And before we went to commercial, we were talking about investment properties and strategies and the opportunity to capture properties here in the Bay Area with less than the traditional 25% down. And um, there are properties that are coming to market every day that would be an amazing opportunity for anyone in the investment pool. And so Today, we have with us Michael Hewitt from Soul Property Advisors to talk about what is happening out there in the market. Michael, how is it out there today?
2: Uh, it's more of the same. not enough houses for everyone who wants them. Mm. And uh, we have some properties that came on or coming on the market, came on the market and looking to move them. But I definitely wanted to talk about the investment uh, avenue uh, now also, so...
0: Wonderful. Well, tell us, Michael's been a, obviously a broker and owner of Sole Property Advisors, an expert in in real estate, and uh, has dealt with many buyers uh, who are investors and, and how the process goes for them. Michael, when you have investors out there, what are they typically looking for in, in a purchase?
2: Well, you know, investors uh, really want to know a few things. One is when they're looking at properties, they have in mind their cap rate. So if you're going to a, a realtor, when I'm thinking about an investment property, then the, the realtor should ask, what cap rate are you targeting, right? And so when, when you're talking about cap rate, cap rate is calculating a property's net income by the value. And a good cap rate is, you know, four plus on uh residential property here in California. So if you're looking at it, look, you know, I have uh, investors that come and say, hey, Mike, you get me between five and six cap rate uh, in this location. This is the amount I want to spend and and we go searching, you know, you can, with those three pieces of information, we will go out and locate the properties that fit his criteria. Of course, there'll be other things that they'll want. But those are really the three main uh, items that investors looking at. And so uh, when you're really thinking about investment properties, you, you know, it's all about location, how much, and cap rate. And uh, about being financed. If it's financed, then we can't be as aggressive as cash purchases on investment. But um, we definitely are aggressive no matter.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and there are still the opportunity to do delayed financing for those investors out there who are going to use their cash as their power position to acquire a property. We don't still have the ability to do a refinance and extract their equity from the property as if it were a purchase in financing called delayed financing. So for those of you out there who are thinking, I lose my advantage uh, if I if I take out a loan, but I have the ability to pay cash, know that we have remedies for that. Um, Michael, tell us about these listings that are coming to market or have come to market. I know they're only going to be here for for a moment, so folks, please don't blink. Write this down.
2: Well, um, excuse me, we got a horrible connection, but I think you said what's coming to market. And uh, I'll tell you what we have on currently and then i'll tell you what's coming um we have the cutest one bedroom one bath next to the harbor on 14th avenue it's 535 so if anybody wants to have a vacation home you know within walking distance to the beach in a greatest park-like setting uh, they need to check out uh, 755 14th avenue number 705 and then um we we have another listing at 1260 Castlemont over in San Jose, that uh, that is great value actually. Um, I have a property on the west side of Santa Cruz at 302 California that's getting the last bit of prep done before it goes on the market. Later on today for Brokers Open on Thursday, our first Brokers Open since the pandemic started, and wow. I'm really looking forward to seeing some faces. Absolutely. And then, uh, we have uh I just left a property uh over in um prunedale in castorville boulevard and and this is for equestrian uh purchase three bedroom two bath additional units, five acres it has everything you want for horses so um or if you just wanted a lot of land with a great setting and epic epic bay views so Wonderful. Um, that's I'm super excited about that property
0: all right, Michael. Tell everybody how to get in touch with you or go into commercial.
2: Uh, Michael, M I C O K L at soulpropertyadvisors.com. Or call me
0: at 831-246-2008. Thanks, Michael. As always, a pleasure. We'll be back in just a moment.
1: This is Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky.
0: All right. Thank you, Bay Area. Once again, this is Misha Dimitrak with Essex Mortgage. You can text or call with any questions that you have about your real estate financing needs, 831-435-0385, or you can email Nisha at essexmortgage.com. Now, something that Michael highlighted here was that there are properties that are coming to market and that brokers' tours are taking place which again speaks to the re-emerging of all of us from the pandemic shell that we've been staying in. And I encourage everyone to hold on to their hats as more and more properties that would have come to market over the past year are actually getting to market. Because of how quickly properties are moving, right now we are seeing people parking their listings, meaning they're not actually getting them listed on the market just yet because they don't actually anticipate moving until maybe July they want to wait till the end of the school year and they're getting themselves dialed in so that they can make a clean close, take the most aggressive offer and actually capitalize on this hot, hot market. So, you know, it's really important that you understand your buying power and that you have a sound understanding of what your flexibility is in the market when you're making an investment property purchase in particular. Again, you're going to need to have That better credit score, or you're going to pay the higher interest rates in order to capture that lowest interest rates, that higher credit score, those months of reserves, those cash reserves—they're called cash. No one is actually expecting you to have necessarily 100% of your reserve funds in liquid cash, just sitting in your bank account earning no money. Um, So you can leverage retirement accounts, you can leverage some of your stock options. I've even have investment options where they leverage your cryptocurrency. So if you are in the market to make a purchase and you want to understand how your assets in their current situation um, will be viewed, it's going to be on a case-by-case basis. And I really encourage you to get a personalized service reviewed for you specifically, your income, your assets, your credit. Now, in speaking to the credit piece, in investment properties, again, the credit score requirement is going to be higher. And in the Bay Area, we're going to see the need for even higher credit scores because of the purchase price. What we talked about earlier on the show was the need to have education in place, that with all investments, you need to have a sound strategy of how you're going to get into the property and a sound strategy for when you exit the property. Here to discuss more of the exit strategy expertise is Carl Warden, tax deferral expert. Carl, how are you today?
3: I am good, how are you, Misha?
0: I am doing well. Thank you so much for joining. Um, I'm I'm hoping that you, we have a little bad connection, it sounds like over here, um, but that you have a few minutes to share with people what it is that you do and this m- amazing skill that you have in helping people understand their exit strategy.
3: Yeah. yeah. So I uh, I run a company called Tax Deferral Strategies. We have a couple of websites, uh, defertax.com and startinexchange.com. When many people think of tax deferral um, as it relates to real estate, many people think of something called the 1031 exchange. And we offer a multitude of different strategies. We actually have 13 different tax deferral tax minimization tax avoidance strategies on our platform. Um, These range from deferring taxes and the sale of investment property uh to deferring the taxes on the sale of a primary residence or second home. Uh, a lot of people are not aware of these strategies, especially with second homes. A lot of people are unaware that there's many options for those. And we we basically we help clients strategize using these these different options. Um, uh, there's no one size fits all and then ultimately uh we use these uh, different tax strategies, uh, either individually or in combination with each other. And, uh, we can do that on real estate. We can do that on with business sales. Uh, somebody wants to retire and, and that's actually who I'm working with quite a bit is a lot of retirees or soon to be retirees where they're looking to, you know, dispose of some of these assets. They're typically real estate rich or business rich and cash poor and they've got a lot of equity and whatnot tied up in these assets. They're looking to, you know, sell and, Move on with their lives. Uh, uh, in some cases, moving out of California. There's a lot of that going on, but um, but ultimately, really, people that want to simplify their life and uh, you know enjoy what they've built. So it's a, it's a there's quite a few options.
0: Right, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you, I've I've sat in been the fly on the wall in some of these meetings, and it is amazing that the general concept is that there's just one way to uh, defer your tax. And Carl goes through the gamut of opportunities available. And really, it's a very enlightening process uh, to see that there's not just one way to move forward and to help people utilize the equity they've worked so hard to achieve in these properties. Uh, And I tell people all the time, you work hard to pay for this property, now let the property work hard to pay you. And Carl definitely takes everyone's unique set of circumstances and, and works to the best of his ability to provide them with the opportunities that best fit their needs. And it's, a, it's almost magical to watch I just you know, or to listen to even. Um, Carl, can you tell everyone how to get a hold of you in the instance that they need that customized information for their real estate investment strategy?
3: Yeah, it's a, it's, I'm getting a cracked signal here. I think you said, how do you get a hold of me? Um, yes. so you can go to either one of my websites. Um, you can also call, uh, 877 Tax Strategy. Uh, or you can all, you can call my, <clears throat> my other number. It's, uh, uh 408-261-2275. It's my main office line. Uh, we have an office over in, uh, San Jose on Tisch right by Santana Row. And, um, you can also email me at Carl, C-A-R-L, at DeferTaxed. That's D-E-F-E-R-T-A-X.com.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Carl. I appreciate your time, and I look forward to having you back another time for more information. We will take a quick commercial, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Real Life Lending.
1: You're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky.
0: All right, Bay Area, we are back. Sounds like we had a little bit of a technical issue there at the end of Carl's um, interview. And uh, we'll have Carl back again to discuss at, in more depth, um, the tax deferral strategies that are available to you. And I want to make sure that you have all the information at your fingertips and know precisely what to employ and when in order to maximize the benefit to you. Uh, as, As we talk about, constantly on the show. and if you've heard me speak ever before, we, we sort of drive home the formal pre-approval process. We also talk about understanding how to manage your credit and making sure that you are reviewing that. Now I, I do like to remind people that your credit is not something that you need to be reviewing on a daily basis. I believe it's the same as your weight when you have a healthy diet, then you know you're doing the right things and you touch in on it periodically. You do not have to monitor it on a day-to-day basis. Don't check your credit score and your weight every day. It will make you crazy. Those numbers change all the time. So the the point here is when you have those healthy habits and you understand how to navigate the world with those healthy habits, your world becomes freer and you have the opportunity to explore with that mental space that you aren't fretting over what those numbers actually look like. The current environment, there's plenty of opportunity to get a loan, even if you have credit issues, even if you have had credit problems. If you're coming back rebuilding credit, we have strategies to help you do that. There's still a lot of opportunity to purchase properties and also to refinance properties. Interest rates are still amazingly low. If you have looked at or considered the opportunity of refinancing your current property, extracting some of that equity in the form of tax-free cash that you can use to pay off high interest debts, that you can use to place for further growth and investment to set yourself up on a sound retirement strategy, I really do encourage you to take a look at getting into your refinance sooner than later. Market values are still high, Interest rates are still low. It has never been a better time for you to understand what maximizing your home's power can do for your finances. I, if we're talking about, and previously in this show, we, we referenced that the median existing home price went up 19%. 19% is, is the average. Now, again, the Bay Area is always above average. Everyone who lives here knows that. And And the point behind what I'm trying to reference here is that For a lot of people, they are managing multiple layers of debt. And if you have that aspect in your life, it's imperative that you understand how to get your monthly manageability in line. And that might mean leveraging your house to pay off your student debt, your high interest credit cards, your auto loans, any of those things that are distracting from you on a monthly basis. I dealt with a client the other day, and we got to the end of our initial conversation before pulling credit. And they said, great, I'd like to take this cash and and pay off this one auto loan over here. And when we talked about the monthly budget, they were paying $580 a month in a tax bill from income that they had earned years before and hadn't been able to pay the tax on. That's an 8% loan with the IRS. So we turned around and reduced all of that payment down to a $3.90 increase to her monthly budget. That's an amazing win for her on a monthly manageability level. It has been a pleasure to serve you. Again, my name is Misha Dimitruk, Essex Mortgage, 831-435-0385. You can email me, Misha at EssexMortgage.com. Find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. This show does repeat on Sundays at 3 o'clock, so if you missed any part of it, you can find us also on the radio um, and on the web to be able to listen from start to finish. Thank you, Bay Area, and we'll be back with another episode of Real Life Lending.